tough. I think it's, you it's should tough. just say cacho e pepe. <laughs> Hop on over to medicadomani.com for exclusive giveaways, newsletters, and news for all things Italian-American. What's up, guys? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast. Today we have special guest, Derek Pollock. Nice Italian name. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> you got to address the elephant in the room, right, first thing? I think so. I think we got to get that out of the way. I am not Italian. Well, you're not Italian, but you're Italian by association. Yes. You hang out with a lot of Italians. Yep. You seem to always date Italian men. <laughs> so that's actually how this podcast came to be. Me and Dara have been friends for a long time. Mm. And she recently said, listen, I think I could be on the pod because I... <laughs> I only date Italian men, not by choice. <laughs> I so I said, hey, why not? You know? I was like literally kidding. And then you were like, yeah, sure. And I, I even said, I think I was like, I, I did not expect you to take that seriously at all. And then I was like, oh shit, now I'm, now I'm done. Listen, when I'm <laughs> in like the mode of filming, yep. I just, I get in the mode. Yeah, but I get it. here we are. Yeah. Thanks for having uh, me. I'm thanks excited. For thanks <laughs> yes. for coming, first of all. Yeah. How's everything going? Oh, things are good. Things are busy. Um, everything is just kind of a crazy storm of content, I feel like, right now. You know, I, I do social media for restaurants and brands and, like, mostly everything around food. And it's just, like, all that plus my own shit. It's just, like, I feel like everything is content. So how long have you been in a social media game? Um, let's see, probably, I mean, I started a f my food blog, you know, which we'll probably get to, but that I started in 2008. So like, so that's like, how old wrote, I am. You just wrote about food. Right. I just wrote about food. I reviewed food. I cooked food, like everything. And it was like, whatever. Lots and of what stuff. What was there. like the most, like what hit the most at that time? The recipes? Ba oh, uh, I was going to say bacon, but yes. Oh, bacon. <laughs> well, for those you don't know, Dara used to be known as skinny pig. Yes. And re when you DM me, I saw Dara Pollock. I'm like, who's this? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wow, she changed her name. It's thrown a lot of people off. It's, I know. When did you it's change the, your name? I think it was actually just uh, in 2021, like uh, October, November, somewhere around there. I, I had been thinking about it for a while, though, and I was just like... I'm ready. Like I said, I've been skinny pig since 2008. Like it's time for a change. I was like eating bacon all the time and you know, all this shit. I'm like, I'm getting old now. I got fucking high cholesterol. I can't do this anymore. Do you really? <laughs> slightly, slightly. Ever so slightly. What, what was like, um, was there like one thing that like broke the camel's back? Like, okay, I got to change the name now. Or was it like slowly? A gradual process. It was more gradual, honestly. It was just something that is kind of got in the back of my head after a while. Um, like I said, I think it was a combination of just the food Instagram game, I think, as you know, has changed Change, yeah. significantly into a pile of stuff that I don't even understand half the time. So I was like, I just feel like I don't associate with this as much as I used to. It felt time for a change, and I had been sitting on that idea of just changing it to my name for almost a year before you I did it. You shifted the content a little bit yes. from like, all this like, you know, super food porn bacon. Yes. Yeah. That's the right word. Food porn. Yeah. So you like transition from food porn to like more 
comedy skits, giving your yeah. opinion on how you feel, <laughs> stuff like yes. that. Yeah, I've, uh, I've always, always been. You had a great personality. Oh, so. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I try. I just feel like I'm, I'm honest. I've always been, like, from day one. People, even before I was posting, like, videos or photos of myself I feel like my personality I try to make it come through and my sense of humor in my writing because I'm a writer first and foremost so I always felt like I wanted my sense of humor to come through and then now that everything is like video I was like why don't I just you know try doing these skit things that everybody seems to like you so much TikToks? god i can't i mean like i'm i still haven't even found my thing with tiktok how are, you, how are you on tiktok not i'm not good i'm like 700 followers <laughs> oh, that's like me yeah <laughs> how, but do you put out a lot of videos on that no i don't that's the thing like i i feel like but it's your content on instagram i feel is like very tiktok-y y- yeah exactly so this is the problem I feel like I'm making the content for TikTok, but I'm putting it on Instagram, Instagram, but I'm also putting it on TikTok, but not with the frequency that I should be. Yeah, you post every day. Dude, it's crazy. I don't have time. Like, I'm creating content for so many other people and, you know, restaurants, brands, whatever. By the time I'm done with that, like, I have very little bandwidth left for my own stuff. I think you should just say, Cacho e Pepe. Oh God! I hate that video so much. (laughs) I hate it so So much. So when you do like content for these other restaurants, how often are you visiting them to film? Is it like a weekly thing, monthly thing? Yeah, um, it depends on the client and how much they like need. I guess like we've worked that out, obviously, in like the contract portion of it. But some some of them I go twice a month. Some of them I go once a month. Um, because usually if you go once a month and you shoot a fair amount of dishes between the statics and the videos, you can get enough content to last you a month. Sometimes even two. But I try to go once a month. Uh, for some clients I go twice a month and um, biweekly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like pictures don't hit on Instagram as much anymore, right? They don't. I mean, it's... The thing is, though... I always need the picture. Exactly. That's how I feel. I'm like, I still think it needs to be part of the strategy. That's what I tell my clients. But I'm like, if if there's somebody that's really dying to get into just video, 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 then I'm like, well, then let's try to make you a TikTok then. If that's really what you want to focus on, let's give that a shot. But I think it should be part of the strategy overall. Yeah. What... Have what do you like since you've been doing this since 2008? You said, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's f- almost that's 14 years on social media. What was the biggest difference from social media in 2008? Oh, well, I was gonna say social media really wasn't a thing in 2008, if, unless you count Facebook, which I don't really count. You so. weren't like posting Facebook. I, not not a whole lot. I mean, I tied whatever I wrote on my blog into Facebook a little bit, but it was not in any way like. Uh, like a strategy or like something I actually actively did. So So, how did you get like the blog out there? Um, just by, so it's kind of interesting to say now, but when I first started, I literally would pitch, um, PR companies. I would like reach out and say, Hey, I'm a new blogger in New York. And they would add me to their like press release list. And then, I started getting invited to shit and I was going to every single thing I could, like all the networking events, all the dinners. And then they, um, even like the media outlets started picking up the stuff that I was writing about. It was wild. That, that kind of happens like these like independent writers, like Mm -hmm. they sell it to somebody almost. Yeah. It's like you're pitching yourself like basically. And, uh, yeah, I would just be writing and then occasionally New York magazine, like grub street, it it would be like, Oh, the skinny pig says that this place is opening in, you know, whatever next week. And I'd be like, Whoa, that's, fucking wild but great I'll you still it. do that kind of stuff I, I barely pitch uh, anymore honestly I, I tried making it as a writer like when I left my job in ad sales 
in 2015, uh, I tried to like just be a writer and an influencer and ended up moving back in with my mother at 34. So not, oh. not a route I recommend. Um, but how, how old are you when you moved out? <laughs> no, literally I, so I think I got let go from my last job. I, like I said, I worked in ad sales and marketing my whole career. And then I was 30, 31 when I ended that. And I was like, if I don't do this now, like dive everything, you know, into my passion, I'm going to regret it. And then it was like two-ish years, I think, before I was just bleeding through savings, just like trying to make it as a writer and an influencer, like making money off of Instagram ads, you know? So yeah. I moved back in with my mom at, I think, 33 or 34, and I rented out my apartment here because I own it in Williamsburg. Uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, I, at least you own, own a condo. Yeah, I did one smart thing with there my life go. was buy real That's estate in Williamsburg in 2010. Uh, thank hey, you. I don't. <laughs> now, now it's doing. Yeah, now, now it's, it's it was, literally, I'm not kidding when Try I say to the buy one. buy a condo now. Let me know how it works Absolutely out. not. I would not be living here if I didn't buy that place in 2000. Real, real estate is super crazy right now. It's insane. The price of everything has skyrocketed. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about where you grew up, though, because yeah. you're an Astoria girl. Yes, I am. Astoria and uh, Bayside. So I'm half Greek. That's where, I mean, it's like immediate reaction is when you say you grew up in Astoria. They're like, you're Greek? I'm like, yes. Greek? Ita There's yep. a lot of Italians. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's another Where reason. did you go to, to high school? Uh, Cardozo in Bayside. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Cardozo. elementary school, you were in Astoria? Uh, part of it, I went to PS70, and then I went to PS169 in Bayside for my last, like, I think, fifth and sixth grade. So you're, you're like Jesse that we just had a couple weeks ago. Yes. Half, half Jewish, half Greek. So wild. What, what's some of the biggest differences like and similarities between Jewish, Greeks, and Italians? Um, they all think that they're better than the other. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think Greeks are a little bit worse. And I feel like I can say this because I am half Greek, but I feel like they're just like a touch more cocky than Italians are about being Italian. Like Greeks fucking love being Greek. They love nothing more than telling people that they're Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I got to give Greeks credit, they, they like really keep their traditions alive. They do. As yeah. far as like dancing out, like the wedding, oh, speaking a language. Have you been to a Greek wedding? I've been to multiple Greek weddings. They are painfully long, um, but they're fun. I've even been to a wedding like in Greece before. Oh, really? Blacked out. Where? Like, Where? Horrible. What part, what part, of, what part of Greece? Uh, I'm not going to say this right. Ikaria. I actually do think I said that right. Yeah. What's it called? Ikaria. I-K-A-R-I-A. Oh. Okay. I never heard of it. Yeah, it's a very, like, small, like, rural town. Like, it was one of those... It's like the people, the person you know, that's where they're from. Exactly. Okay. And I went with friends who speak it, because I, I do not speak it. Like, full disclosure here, I don't speak it. And uh, I know, like, a few words and phrases here and there. But if my friend who spoke it was not there, we would have had trouble, like, getting around. What's the whole, like, deal with throwing plates and... You know, I honestly don't even know the, like, backstory to that. You'd think I would, but I don't know Did it. Did you do it at this wedding you went to? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to hear the best story, actually. This takes this, like, up a level. So this wedding, they invite the entire town to the wedding, basically. And we are getting ready, well, getting ready, or, like, the bride is getting ready at her house, and people just start driving up and down the street shooting guns in the air. And I'm like hit the deck, you know, like, I'm like, fuck, and everybody's just like, no, this is what they do, this is part of the celebration, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> this is what you do to celebrate, they're just shooting guns in the air, so, uh, that's yeah. different, yeah, it was wildly different, I would say, and then, um, 
at the actual wedding, I got super drunk off of their homemade wine that they make. <laughs> and then I was like, can I get water? I was like, nero, nero, that's like water. And they were like, we don't have any more. I was like, what? <laughs> Blacked out. I slept in someone's car. I don't even remember. It was terrible, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Man, those are great experiences, though. Yeah. What Memories. about, like, did they throw money for the band, too? Because I, like, yes. that's what I see from Instagram, because I have a lot of Greek friends, too. Mm-hmm. And the two things I take away from their weddings are they break plates <laughs> and they yes. throw money. And it's supposedly the band keeps that money. I think that's what they're supposed to do, but I can't confirm that that's always the case. Uh, I mean, I've never taken money off the floor. I always just leave it there, and I never actually like sat around long enough to see what see, happens to see it. See me like I'm one of those you know? that, like I gotta wait. Like, <laughs> I'll just like plot and watch until I figure out yep. exactly what happens to the money. Yeah, I mean like that's what I'm saying. I'm like now that I think about it, I'm like, how many people are stealing that money? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. like, you know, the bus boy takes twenty dollars. Right. I mean the guy takes twenty. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know we uh we first connected. You actually took pictures for the panini shop. I did. Yeah, that was that was so funny. I was just thinking about that the other day. How we started working together. We never did videos though. No, because that always pictures it, at the time. I don't even I don't even think video was an option because that was what probably twenty fifteen sixteen somewhere around there. It was like twenty sixteen. Probably that right sounds when right. My kids were born like yeah. more or less. Yeah, that sounds right. And. uh I just remember you, it was either your dad would send somebody or you would send somebody to my apartment with like five sandwiches, like 10 or 20 bucks each in cash. I'd be like, here you go. Take photos. You know, what's <laughs> funny is, um, you know, now I feel everybody kind of does it yeah. in different ways, but we were doing it like super early. Like, yes. When I tell people like things I've did, they're like, you know, I feel like I'm almost a trendsetter. Like, cause yeah. I, like actually thought like. I'm not good at taking pictures, so I'm gonna get somebody. Right, that's, good. that's it's it's actually a very good point and something I never even thought about honestly because now it seems like everybody outsources. Like that's the reason I literally have a job now is because people want to outsource it. And you guys were at the forefront of like you know the food porn kind of like sandwich claw looking stuff. Yeah. You know, I remember when um we first would send you like sandwiches, you would always say like. Every sandwich you send me, send me that sandwich's sauce because you should just like glob it on there. <laughs> yes. Extra sauce like on the side. Sti- I like your style, like the way you take pictures. Thank you. How does one go about getting you to run a social media? I, you know, slide it's... Slide into DMs? Honestly, yeah. Slide right in those DMs. That's a lot. That's how a lot of it happens. Uh, but it's, it really is just referral based. And yeah, because yeah. I've been in the industry this long, it's just word of mouth. I... You know, I'm knock on what I'm lucky for that, I feel like. But um, I want to be better about, like, promoting what I do more. That's another reason I changed my name, too, because I was like, yeah. you know. You know what I mean? I can see that. I yeah. See that. So if you have a business, there's your girl. Yeah. Also, um, let's talk a little bit about your dating. Because you said <laughs> you only date Italian guys. Oh, dear. And no. Except one, right? Yeah, except one. Um, yeah, he was Jewish, but... Yeah, most of my exes are Italian. Uh, I don't, like I said, it's really not by choice. I feel like I've just been told my entire life that I could pass for Italian, and maybe that's why I'm going to get so much hate just for even saying that. Yeah, so, you could, you could. You know, like, it's just something. I also do a good Marissa Tomei impression. That doesn't hurt. Can we see um, it? <laughs> you said it. We got to see it now. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm trying to think of a good line here. Okay. Um, 
because Chevy didn't make the 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out until 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb until 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. What do you guys think? <laughs> okay, that was pretty solid. Thank you, thank you. I try. <laughs> so... <laughs> Give us a little bit of uh, your experiences with dating at time. Oh yeah, but are they, are they mama's boys? Most of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say that like it's a bad thing. It's actually not. Um, and I'm also totally kidding about the Marissa Tomei thing being a thing. I think it's really just that I grew up with so many Italians, and a lot of my friends were Italians. So it's just like by association, you meet a lot of guys who are Italian, and that's kind of how it happened. I also love Especially Italian Bayside food. Especially in Astoria. Yeah, it's just like that's how it is. I also used to work in an auto shop, so <laughs> I mean that probably. You worked in an auto shop? Yeah. yeah. No way. Cars, yeah. Yeah? In Corona. Mm -hmm. Well, your family owned one? <laughs> no, my ex-boyfriend's family owned one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you just were in like the office? Uh, no, I mean tune-ups, oil changes, brake rewind, rear-ends. No, that's more my cousin Vinny. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, yeah, what? No, um, no, but I did do oil changes, tires, um, detailing. I was mostly doing detailing. I love detailing cars. That's, like, one of my, <laughs> still one of my favorite hobbies is detailing cars. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So that probably didn't hurt either. Yeah, you, you have, uh, you know, you got a <laughs> jack of all trades. Yeah. It's a weird history. I know it's very strange, but um, so it just kind of happened that way. And I really do love Italian food. So that's another reason why, like, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say one of my exes, I really feel like I stuck that relationship out purely for the food. <laughs> really? <laughs> Because like, you, you just knew, like, okay. This his is grandma made the best cavatelli and, like, the sauce, everything. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> so you, like, sacrificed for the food. I'm not even mad at that. <laughs> exactly. That's, like, a so that's dedication. Dedication to the game, I'm just saying. But, um, but yeah, that, it just kind of happened that way. I don't know. I really don't seek it out. Are but, you um, looking yeah. for, like, a nice Italian guy? Maybe we could... Yeah. Anybody slide in the DMs? So here's my rule with this, because yeah. I, I typically, typically do not... Oh, like say slide in the DMs. I I usually because yeah, that's going to be dangerous. Exactly. It gets like it gets weird. Real you ever quick. see emoji like a, a hundred hot dogs getting thrown. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get really ugly really quickly. Um, I will say though, like I'm not because at the end of the day, it's similar. I feel like to a dating app. The difference is if if they already like follow me, I think that's where it gets weird because they know so much about me and I know shit about them. Also, like. If you don't have a public profile, yeah, nah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm sorry. This is where it becomes like a dating app. If I don't know what you look like or anything, can't get any kind of vibe from you, no. You, you know what I mean? back to figure it out. Ow. Fuck that. What about like an application <laughs> or something? They send like an application oh or a resume. <laughs> no. Like my name is Tom. I like, That's one of my like exes actually. Is it? See? I like strawberry... Uh, Daiquiris, uh, oh my long God. walks on the beach. Jeez, uh, oh man, that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, definitely not doing any of that. Uh, but yeah, I usually, I mean, I had uh, my me and my ex broke up in 2021 of last year. Um, but yeah, he was a nice Italian boy, or at least I thought, and didn't work out. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm open, but it's just dating is a freaking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to start from scratch. Always, it really know? is. Yeah, it's it's a lot, you know. So. So let's say if someone were to take you on a date, what would be the best three restaurants in New York right now? Oh, Being God. that you're a food blogger. I knew this question. It's, it's got to be hard to impress you. Like. So, you know what's funny is that's what a lot of guys will say when they find out that this is like what I do for a living, but it's really not hard 
to impress me when it comes to food because I feel like I can get that stuff. Like I can get the food that I want on my own. You know what I mean? So I'm not necessarily looking for that. I mean, I, just as long as it's a place with good food, good ambiance, I don't really care. I'm not like picky. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't even pick like my top three. There's just, it's too many to choose when from. When you go out to eat, like what food do you look to eat though? Like Italian, Japanese? I do love Italian food. So, I mean, you cannot go wrong with an Italian restaurant with me. That's for sure. Pizza. I mean, like I said, I have pizza tattooed on my yeah, arm. I take it, take it very seriously. Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so small. Um, this piece of shit was $300. You believe that? That was 300? Welcome to fucking New York. Like no seriously. Way. Yeah, I know. It's a joke. That is not 300. It looks like a stamp. I know. I mean, it, I love it, but like, it's so small. It's, it took 10 minutes for that, huh? Yes. <laughs> Shop minimum. It should be like 150 Yeah, this is what I happens. I actually do want a new one, so let me you. know. After, after this, we'll plug in my guy. Perfect. Um, but yeah, Italian food's great. Uh, Japanese is great, too. I think anything where you're not eating stuff with your hands, and I, I'm awkward to begin with. I don't want to be like eating wings on a date and then like, or <laughs> you know what's a low-key, really bad date food? Olives. I feel Why? like- because of the pits. You're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking gross. So you gotta like, be careful weird. with the antipasto. As long as it's like pitted olives, I'm okay. Yeah, but I just feel like it's weird and gross. I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you, this whole charcuterie sensation, how do you feel about it? Is there something new with charcuterie that I don't know about? <laughs> I mean, because growing up, it was always like antipasto. Oh, so okay. So now it's like Now it's know, charcuterie. charcuterie. Yeah, with the jellies and the honeys. and. I mean, I love a charcuterie board, but I mean, I... I don't go out of my way for making that. I feel like just throw that stuff on a plate and I'll eat it pretty much any which way. I don't have the time or the patience to design a beautiful charcuterie board. It's never something I do. Yeah. yeah. That's like a big trend right now too. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people have like their own charcuterie businesses. Oh yeah. I have a friend who actually, who does that. Oh, you do? And yeah. And we she, do I know like, like two or three people that do that. Yeah. It's, it's wild. And I mean, she, I actually took like a virtual class with her company and the way that they style these things, I'm just like, I don't, I don't even understand how, <laughs> like, I don't patience, know. Though, I'm not, God I'm not good them. at it. I'm not good at it. Yeah. No. What, what can we expect from you in the future? What, where do you see, uh, Dara Pollock going? Oh, such a good question. Um, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I want to keep going with like the comedy stuff just because it's, something I really enjoy right now. I feel like it's fun. It's the thing is, it's not easy for me to do that. So that's the part where I'm like, like do you see yourself doing stand up? So I tried stand up for the first time ever. Uh, a few months ago, I took like a class at the pit, uh, people's improv theater. And okay. yeah. And I, we did like a grad show, which was stand up. And that was the first and only time I did it. How did you do? I, I think I did well. Here's the thing though, is like, you just like black out. It's like I was sober, but I don't remember shit like the adrenaline. I just remember standing up there and then I remember hearing people laugh. So I was like, okay, great. Amazing. And then they show you the video after and I was doing this like weird kicky thing with my legs. Because you were sitting? No, I was standing and I was just <laughs> kicking around the stage like a weirdo. And I got, and I like said to the friends in, in like my class, I was like, what, what was that? They were like, oh, we thought that was your thing. I was like that. I don't want that to be my thing. <laughs> Must have been some kind of weird nervous tick or some shit. But other yeah, than that. <laughs> but were you getting laughs? Like were, yeah. Okay. That's I the did. most important thing. I did. I mean, it just, to me, it felt, especially when you're doing something new and you have to watch yourself. It's like, I've watched the video, I think, once or twice. And I'm like, I can't, I can't watch this. Because I yeah. like, 
everybody always says, oh, you're so funny, but I don't think I'm stand-up funny. I think you could be stand-up funny. I don't know. I think I'm like, in a room of five people, I might get a laugh or two, but... That's how I always felt, though, and then people would say the same to me. They're like, you're funny, you should do stand-up. I've been hearing it forever, but like... It depends, though. Everybody has a different delivery. Like, you could be really good at stand-up. Well, you, you just... took the classes, so you would know. Here's the thing that's funny about the classes, though. Everything that I thought I knew, that class, like, basically shot down. They, they, were, they were, honestly, like, I liked my class a lot, but there's just, it, it's just so different, the different types of personalities that you run into, and, and then you have that moment where you're like, I'm... I'm one of these people too. Like, <laughs> it's like, we're all here in this together. So, you know, I try, I try not to judge, but it was, it was fun. So how did you actually get started with the food blogging, all that? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I will give you the abridged version because it's kind what of a long story. I'm a college dropout. Yeah. <laughs> it's the like shorter version, okay. like the Cliff's notes okay. version of this. So basically, um, I was a dancer way back in my day, ballet, tap, jazz, whatever. And um, when I was 17, my senior year of high school, I got hit by a car and I almost lost my leg from the knee no down. Way. Yeah, yeah. See, check it out. I don't know if you can see oh my... Oh, my God. <laughs> can the people at home see my skin graft down here? Um yeah, so basically I was uh, in the hospital for a month. Uh, I had like 20 plus surgeries on this leg. They told me I would never walk again. They told me I would never dance again. And so any shot I had at a dance career was like shot to hell basically. So I was just like, I you know need to f find a new creative outlet. And I really took comfort in like watching people cook. Like I loved watching cooking shows. It's like, it's relaxing, you know? So um, that's kind of, I was homeschooled for half of my senior year because I couldn't walk. Um, I got really good at hopping on one foot, though. Did you miss prom and everything, too? I didn't miss prom. I made it, because it was the beginning of the year. It was actually like a few weeks right after September 11th. It was September 30th, 2001. And, uh, yeah, I was, so I was homeschooled until whatever a few months or half the year is. I did make it to prom, but, like, yeah, I was, like, limping a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I did a lot of painful physical therapy, and I was dealing with depression, anxiety, PTSD, and, like, just something about cooking made me feel, like, better, and it was, like, my new creative outlet, kind of. So. Does it still bother you? Like, a little bit, yeah. I mean, like, I can't, like, I don't have full range of motion or anything like that. I can't run anymore. I used to do a little bit of that. Like, once I got back to, like, walking normally, I was able to do extra, you know, they were like, you'll never walk, you'll never bike, you'll never swim, and now I do all those things. I'm like a fucking tampon commercial. I could do all that shit, and, That's uh, great. That's yeah. Great. It's a great comeback story. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and, like, it was just, uh, that was kind of the, the birth of, like, the blog was eventually because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I eventually I you found something great though. Yeah. Made no. a name for yourself. I tried. I mean, and you're still yeah. relevant all these years later. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> if you say so, you've seen this on TikTok once or twice. We usually do overrated, underrated, perfectly yes. rated. We're going to do something a little different because oh, it's Italians versus Greeks. Oh dear. And we're going to try to figure out who has better foods. Oh, come on. That is, okay. <laughs> so we're going to start. It's fucked up with dessert. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Cannolis or cannoli or baklava? Ugh. I, you know what's going to suck about this is I don't really like either of those things. I know that that's a bad thing to say. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to have to say baklava just because I really hate oh cannoli cream. God. I'm sorry. I hate cannoli oh cream. God. I said it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is tragic. I know. Wow. I'm oh like, for one. Yeah. Okay. After desserts, mm -hmm. we get a little coffee. Okay. Espresso or frappe? 
Oh, God. Okay, well, uh, if it's after dinner, I'm going espresso, but, like, they're so different. If it's in the morning and I'm on the beach, I want a frappe. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, what about cappuccino or frappe? I'm still picking frappe. I love, oh my God. I love frappe. We're 0 for 3. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We're going to go into the cheeses. Ooh, okay. Ricotta or feta? Oh, come on. This is so unfair. I feel like you can't compare those two. They like the two uh, dominant cheeses, I would say. I would say I can't mozzarella. put mozzarella versus feta because we just smoke you guys. That's what I was going to say, too. I would pick. All right. If I have to pick between ricotta and feta, I'm picking feta. But Sorry. if it's mozzarella, you win? If I, it was mozzarella wins? I would pick that, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. This is getting a little rocky here. <laughs> this is getting okay. dicey. <laughs> Panini or gyros? Well, what's in it? What's in it? Okay. Panini, <laughs> okay. prosciutto mozzarella. Mm. The gyro, 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 gyro. Is a chicken, the chicken Slovaki. Chicken uh, uh, Oh, my God. No, this is too hard. It's really Look, not that hard. I don't you know. You just ate a prosciutto sandwich, by the way. I Everybody did. It was there. delicious. What was it? The Anthony and daughter? Yeah. It's really, really it's fucking good. Shameless plug. <laughs> well, you know, if it's that comparison, I might I might go with the panini on that one. Okay, okay. I might listen, pick that, yeah. Listen, we're making grounds. All right, now yeah. just to make it even. Okay. Pizza or the spinach things, you guys? Yeah, I don't even know the name. I brought you spanakopita. <laughs> Spanakopita. <laughs> Spanakopita. Right. Um, that's impossible to compare. I also it's have not pizza. My fault. I have pizza on my arm. I can't, but I love Spanakopita and I make it really well. Um, Pizza's the winner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still stick with pizza. I have to. It's on my body. We're still lost though. Italian still lost. This is I mean, sad. <laughs> only on the grown up Italian podcast does Italian food lose. Also, uh, what's the chances of that? <laughs> also, though, you picked a bunch of desserts, which I I am not a big fan of desserts. So if we went savory, this might have worked out differently. I didn't even bring up pasta. Imagine if I had brought up pasta. Oh, I mean, pasta. The Greeks have nothing to compare. We got to that. nothing to compare. To That's that. it. It ends there. Done. Done. <laughs> All right, guys, if you're single and you like Dara, send her a DM. All right, be be uh, be nice and sweet. You know, tell her, listen, we'll go out to a nice place, oh all that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to follow her, Dara Pollock. Thank ciao, ciao. Thank you. Bye.